Super Talk Mississippi Media Production. You're listening to Thunder and Lightning on Super Talk Mississippi. Covering Mississippi State sports like nobody else. With Sports Talk Mississippi's Brian Haydad and Robbie Falk of 24-7 Sports. Powered by Taylor Construction Equipment. Whether you're looking to rent, lease, buy, or for service, contact Taylor Construction Equipment today at taylorconstructionequipment.com or call 662-446-1048. Now get ready for Thunder and Lightning. This is Thunder and Lightning here on Super Talk Mississippi. Brian Haydad and Robbie Falk here with you on a Wednesday morning. Thanks for joining us at supertalk.fm or wherever it is that you get podcasts from. We appreciate all you guys out there, our great listeners, especially our servicemen and women out there taking care of us. I want to thank our sponsors over at Strange Brew Coffee House and Churn and Spoon Ice Cream. Start your day the right way with a trip to the drive-thru over at Strange Brew Coffee House here in Starkville or at Brupolo over in Tupelo. It would be a little weird, Robbie, if Brupolo was in Gums. That would be a little weird. Ah. There was a dentistry there. Might be a good spot. Or a chewing gum factory. Yeah. But uh, neither of those things probably there. So, if you're in the state of Mississippi and you want to enjoy Strange... If you're anywhere, you want to enjoy Strange Brew Coffee each and every morning, just to click away at strangebrewcoffeehouse.com. This holiday season, that makes a great gift for the coffee lover in your life. Strangebrewcoffeehouse.com. And don't forget, that's a Bulldog Initiative supporting business. Pip Printing. Over in Ridgeland, they have been serving Mississippi for over 30 years. Reliable printing service that every business needs. If you're in a business, you know you need printing services. Pit Printing has got you covered with envelopes, forms, banners, window and wall graphics, 3D signs, the lot. They've got everything a business needs to get their message out there. And the best part is, for our listeners, is if you call Pit Printing, if you call Camden Baker at 601-499-5216, you mentioned this podcast or you mentioned the Bulldog Initiative, percentage of your sale goes right back to the Bulldog Initiative, and that will be done in your name. So that's money you're spending already on printing. Why not spend it with an MSU business in a way that's going to benefit Mississippi State Athletics? Give them a call today. Call Camden at 601-499-5216, or you can visit them online at pipridgeland.com. College Corner and collegecornerstore.com is the place to find the maroon and white merchandise that you're looking for. Whatever it is, Mississippi State, they've got it at College Corner, and whatever it is, Ole Miss, quite frankly. So if you've got a a Bulldog or a Rebel in the family, you're looking for a great gift for them, you need to check out College Corner. Two locations in the Jackson area to serve you, Ridgeland by Fleet Feet, Plover by the Half Shell, or you can always just shop online at collegecornerstore.com. Restaurant Tyler is Starkville's flagship restaurant. That's the place you want to eat a meal in this town, be it lunch, dinner, or Sunday brunch. The best meal in town is at Restaurant Tyler. For lunch, I talk about it all the time, the best blue plate in the city of Starkville, one of the best in the state of Mississippi. Great choices for meats and vegetables. It's the southern way of doing lunch, and they do it better than anybody else at Restaurant Tyler. Head over to Restaurant Tyler today, where the special occasion is the meal at Restaurant Tyler. 16 Priority One Bank locations throughout central Mississippi here to serve you. Guys, we talk about eating locally and and, and, and shopping locally all the time. They tell you the same thing when it comes to banking locally. It's important. It's what helps build strong communities. And if you live in central Mississippi, there's a six, there's a great chance that you are near a Priority One bank. So go to PriorityOneBank.com to find the location nearest you. Let Priority One Bank make you their priority. No coaching news. No uh, 
No no quarterback commitment news. We do have a quarterback decommitment, but we'll talk about that within the, the scope of the rumblings today, Robbie Falk. Let's dive into our questions. Our first one today comes to us from Brogan Fairchild. On a scale of Ebenezer Scrooge to Clark Griswold, what is your level of exterior Christmas illumination? Hmm. I haven't really gotten into that just yet. Okay. As a dad. But that doesn't mean I don't have the Christmas spirit. I love for I love to have Christmas stuff all over. I mean, the house is covered in Christmas. I, the exterior illumination, though, I'm not all in on just yet. Okay. It's just a lot of work. I am not much for exterior illumination. I might be a, bit, a little bit of a Scrooge on that, just because, like you said, it's a lot of work, and I, I, I don't know. But inside the house is Christmassy, very Christmassy inside the house. I am a Christmas kind of guy. I like Christmas, but in, out, outside, it's, it's just not a whole lot going on there. We'll put up a reef. Maybe put some lights around the door, but as far as going out and, and putting them on the roof and stuff, nah, oh, that's God, not for that's me. For me. I hear you. All right. Uh, also from Brogan, what movie gets you most in the Christmas spirit? Hmm. Well, I always watch uh, Christmas Vacation. Yeah. Probably two or three times every, you know, every year. But I really start to get into the Christmas spirit on on Christmas Eve when It's a Wonderful Life comes on. That's that's kind of like when I know, like, okay, it's it's Christmas. It is tomorrow is Christmas Day. I'm in the spirit. I'm mm-hmm. not going to be upset at anybody. This is a great time. So th- that's that's probably that's probably my go to Christmas Eve night. It's a Wonderful Life. Gotcha. All right, so for me, I love a Christmas Carol. Love to watch a Christmas Carol every year. Love that. Love that story. Um, like the old, the old one. I'll, I'll, there, there are two of them. One has George C. Scott as Scrooge, and one has Patrick Stewart as Scrooge. I will watch either one. I like them both. Um, and then I love a Charlie Brown Christmas. Big fan. That that puts me in the Christmas spirit for sure. Uh, and then. I'm on Christmas Eve. I'm going to watch a Christmas story from start to finish. Yeah. You know, they, they run it 24 hours. I will catch the whole movie at least once. I might watch it twice. I love that movie. What about Scrooged? I love Scrooged. Great movie. If it's on, I will watch it. Love that movie. Fantastic. Uh, Kobe asked the question we're all asking right now. Do you think Dylan Gabriel will come to Mississippi State? What do you say? Yes or just a yes or no. What do you say? Uh, I mean, I have my doubts right now, but that can certainly change. I just, I, I wonder if he wants to jump into a rebuilding job as a graduate. You know, like he's leaving Oklahoma. He could have stayed at Oklahoma another year if he wanted to. And, I, you know, I seriously doubt they would have kicked him off the team after back-to-back 3,000-yard seasons. Right, right. But he's decided to to leave for one more year. I would lean towards a team like Oregon or a contender, uh, but I'm not counting Jeff Levy out because of that relationship that he has with him. I am, I am, a, a, I, am a, I, I am a no right now. I, I just feel like Oregon's just a better spot for him. I, I feel like that's where he'll end up. I, di- I just feel like, you know, it, it, it's a tough sell, Mississippi State versus Oregon, and if you got a chance to go to Oregon and be the guy for a team that will contend for the Pac-12. Oh, no, sorry, no, 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 no. Let me change that. The Big Ten Big Championship 10. next year. 
you, you got, you're probably going to take advantage of that. So, yeah, I, I will be surprised if he ends up in maroon and white. Carter Bentley says he repents for his negative ways last week and will offer up a softball as an offering. What is the go-to meat on y'all's table for Christmas meals? And we talked about this yesterday. So I'm doing a prime rib this year, and you said you were probably doing the same. Yeah, that or a Boston butt this year. That's good. I, I did a, I did a, a Boston butt, but I did it as a pork roast last year. So nice pork. It was sliced. I, I mean, I'm good with just about anything. I'm kind of over turkey when it gets to, to Christmas. So you know, ham. Yeah, like a good like my dad has some of the best ham you'll ever eat. Um. You know, any kind of like beef is really good. So this year our family's doing like soups and stuff, I think. Mm. Okay. Like chili, taco soup, that kind of stuff. Gotcha. So we're not we're not doing like the big family thing. We're not doing like a big a big deal. But um yeah, so that I mean that would be like the for me like a a, a brisket or something. I think would be awesome. Brisket would be Christmas. good. Yeah, that's a good choice. Yeah. Uh, where are we here? Josh asked, who would win in a tag team match between Doctor Strange and the Hulk versus Iron Man and Thor? I got to go with the guy who, you know, I got to go with the magician on this one. All right. He's just, yes. he can do whatever he wants here. And the Hulk is strong enough to fight Thor. So Iron Man's just a guy with technology. A, a, a wizard can, can easily disable that. Well, that and the Hulk could just take the, Take Iron Man and just crush him with his hands. Yes, could just yeah. So that no no. So yeah, I'm I'm going. Doctor Strange can kind of manipulate the mind and manipulate the universe and stuff like that. And yeah, I'm taking them too for sure. All right, Uh, Matt Caldwell, our good buddy. What's more discouraging, the Mississippi State men's basketball offense, the Pittsburgh Steelers offense, or that Randy Orton and CM Punk's reappearance is going to push Cody Rhodes out of the picture for the Universal title? I have never been a buyer in Cody Rhodes ever winning that belt. He's going to be just like his dad. He'll never, he'll never be the top guy in, in that federation. Never. I think he might. Yeah, I don't see it. Triple H is kind of involved more now, so I'm I'm hoping that you know he'll he'll make that happen because I I think it would be a good story. Yeah. Oh, I agree, but I just don't see it happening. But it's the, it's the Pittsburgh Steelers offense for me. I, but I feel like you're biased on that. Well, of course. I'm, I mean, you would think I'd be biased on all of these. That's true. That's true. All right. Uh, Trip Peoples asks, why does Robbie not get a say when the rumblings will occur? Why Why, why don't you, Robbie? I don't know. You tell me. Burner, is this your burner account, Robbie? You trying to, trying to figure some things out here? Uh, you tell me. Huh? I'll tell you why. why. Why do you get to make the call? On this? I make the schedule. That's my job. I don't like it. Well, I don't like it one bit. I'll tell you what, maybe the Boneyard's hiring then. Maybe you need to go see if you can get a spot on that show. You can be, be the, the co host for that one. Good friend and co host. Huh? What do you think about that? All righty. Uh, Dalton Lee. Dalton, I got to tell you, man, you live in interesting times. Every time you ask this question, you got to get interesting sports. I was making a left turn one day, and a cop almost sideswiped me doing a wide turn in an intersection. I threw up my hands in frustration, only to have her flip me off. Wow. 
What is your biggest pet peeve about others driving? Mine is now why turns. Surprised it's not women drivers, to be honest with you. Uh, <laughs> I mean, it just sounds like that's the problem. Uh, Careful. My, I'm just kidding. Uh, my biggest pet peeve is pe- left lane hanger outs. I don't like yeah. Like, if you're in the left lane, pass and get back over. Do not. If you're driving left lane, you better be doing a good 20 miles of power above what I'm doing. Which some cops will do that, too. Yeah. I got lured into a ticket one day. Oh, you can't do it, yeah. The the guy was in the left lane. This was a this was on eighty two, state trooper, and I know several state troopers, and a, like several have told me, you know, if you're like a little under ten miles under the speed limit, uh, under the over the speed limit, mm-hmm. we'll let it slide. Like that's kind of like if you get over ten miles an hour over the speed limit. That's whenever you're probably going to get a ticket. Like I've been told that I was told that in driver's ed. And um, so I'm going 70 in a 65 on 82. And this state trooper is in the left lane. This is on a Sunday. And so he's like getting overtime or whatever. Mm-hmm. And so like, he's just hanging out over there and he's, he's speeding up to like 75. So he's like racing past people and then he's slowing down. And I have my cruise on, and Becky's in the car, Natty's in the car. And like finally, he just slowed down to like 64. And I just, I go past him going 70. He slides right behind me and pulls me over. And I was like, really? This dude was literally like luring me into a ticket. And on top of that, was hanging in the left lane, and he's not supposed to be over there. Hate it. Don't, don't like that one bit. Needless to say, I got out of that ticket. I bet you did. Good job. Ah, where are we here? Josh Patrick, which of the four starting quarterbacks in the college football playoff would you choose to lead your NFL team if those were the only options? I think the best pro prospect of the four is is Quinn Ewers. Think so? Yeah, it's it's either him or Penix, and I would say I like Penix a lot. Penix is good, but I think Ewers is a little bit more prototypical NFL quarterback. Yeah. Rank them. Would you go Ewers, Penix, Uh, McCarthy? I don't know. I might go Penix first. I I like Penix. Penix, Ewers, Milrow, McCarthy? Yeah. Okay. I like that. The the real answer is Carson Beck, if I could get him. Right. Yeah. If he would have made it. Yeah. Well, you know, somehow Georgia's not one of the four best teams. I don't I don't know how that apparently they picked the four best teams, but they didn't pick Georgia. That's uh, what I'm saying. If we're if we're going to skip out Florida State, then Georgia has to be and it. say we're putting the best four teams in there. How does Georgia not in there? You know who you know if you put the four best teams in there, you know who who's out, right? Washington. Washington. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. In reality, the four best teams are probably Michigan, Ohio State, Georgia, Alabama, Texas. Yeah. Alabama. But they would have never lived it down if they put two SEC teams in there yeah. or if they put Georgia in there over Alabama. I mean, put Texas in over Alabama. You can't yeah. – Alabama over Texas. Over Alabama over Texas, yeah. Yeah, yeah well, that's another story for another day. Uh, Ray Campbell asks us, would you rather be forced to sing along or dance to every single Christmas song you hear? It's got to be sing along because you – it doesn't say I have to sing loudly. I can just be a singer. Just hear the sleigh bells ring. I can just it to myself, you know. Right. Right. Yeah, I'm. I'm definitely. So I sing all the time. Yeah. Yeah. 
So that's, that's so yeah, I'm, I'm definitely going with singing. Yeah. Alex Dempsey, if you had to challenge a Starkville business to fight you in the stands of a football stadium, which one would you choose? I mean, I'm going to pick like a salon where all women work. I'm not going <laughs> to <laughs> allure. What is it with the with the women right now? I'm just saying. About women drivers, you want to fight I, I, a woman? I don't want to. No, 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 no. I don't want to fight a woman. I'm just saying that if I, it's like you have to fight the the workers in a Starkville business. I'm going. That's where I'm going. I'm. I'm going. I'm you, gonna, Andy Kaufman. The women's champion, Brian Haydad. Yes. Yeah, something like that. Who, who, uh, well, okay, then, big man, who would you fight? <laughs> I, I don't have beef with anybody, I don't but think. That's not the question. I don't have beef. With, I like Allure Salon. I go there like once a year and buy my wife a, a, a pedicure uh, gift card. They're good people there. I scared the hell out of them the last time I was there. I walked in, and the lady looks. She's like, can I help you? I was like, yeah, I need to get a full Brazilian. And she just looked at me, and I was like, nah, I'm just kidding. I wanted to see what you do. He's like, you wouldn't be the first. I was like, ah, no. Nobody wants that. Right. I don't know, man. I don't I don't want to uh I don't want to cause any issues with Are anybody there any single out there. Single man businesses in this town, like with just one guy working there? Like some, some, <laughs> some sole proprietorship that like it's just one on one. I don't know. Just walk in, like, you looking at me? Yeah. Exactly. Do you, you have a problem, sir? Exactly. That's a really weird question. I just asked you. I just asked you how your day was going and if I could help you. Yeah. I don't like that tone. I <laughs> right, got some from Rob Hadaway here. Uh, do you think the person who coined the phrases "meet and greet," "latest and greatest," and "last but not least" lived long enough to realize and regret what they had wrought upon society? Which of those is the worst? I think "last," "latest," and least. "greatest," maybe. I think last but not least, because it's always somebody who is the least. Last but not least. If if you're introducing people, whoever you introduce last is the person you think the least of. (laughs) I mean, think about it. Like, if we were in a room, right, the three, it was me and you, and let's say it's uh, Jeff Levy and Zach Selman, right? And one of us is going to be the last guy introduced. Yeah. And that's the one whoever is introducing us thinks the less of, the least of. It's going to go, hey, this is Coach Jeff Levy, this is Zach Selman, this is Robbie Falk, and last but not least, that's Brian Haydad. Nope. It is it is least. I am least <laughs> in that situation. No question about it. Yeah, it's kind of like a slap in the face. It's, yeah, exactly. It's like with all due respect. Uh, also from Rob, having finally gone through a season with eight home games, it's too many, isn't it? No. If State was good, that, that schedule would have been fantastic. Exactly. It's just because they weren't we're good bad. this year. If they had yeah. won, if they were sitting there right now at nine and three, we'd have been like, "Man, what an incredible season! That was so much fun." So yeah, I don't, I don't agree. I can't, I can't complain about too many home games. Yeah. Last one from Rob. Rather than the winner of the annual Army Air Force, I'm sorry, Air Force Navy Army Round Robin, should the Commander in Chief's Trophy be up for grabs like a wrestling belt in any troop on troop game in which the current holder appears? I'm all about championship belts. I, I, so whatever this idea is, I'm for it. The Big 12 now gives away a... Or, they got a partnership yeah. with the WWE. That was great. And, Undertaker uh, came out there and handed yeah, Texas the belt. belt. Yeah, that's fantastic. I'm, I'm, I'm all for that. Uh, Caleb wants to know our top three wrestling video games of all time. So which is the best SmackDown versus Raw? 
I don't know. I stopped getting those after a while. It was like 09. 07, I think it's supposed to be like the best one. So that one, uh, I love the first WCW Nitro game. I love that game. It was fun. What about NWO versus WCW? WCW versus NWO. Yeah. Uh, WWF, No Mercy. Okay. Maybe WWF 2000, WrestleMania 2000. Okay. Was good. All right. What about hey, like you look back at those games, like the the graphics were absolutely terrible. They're like yeah, they're bad. Square bodies, but at the time, like that was so cool. Like mm-hmm. like they had the entrances. Yes. You know, you had the music and stuff, and yeah. you can play like the career modes on there too. Like so, you come out and cut promos and things like yeah. that. Yeah. It's good. Yeah, I I loved those games. Yeah. The N sixty four games. Uh, Caleb asked, if Mississippi State had the exact same resume as Alabama did, would we have gotten in over FSU as well? No. I say no. Mm-mm. I say no. Well, you remember whenever State was in the playoff in 2014 and undefeated, they were already saying State was going to get jumped by Ohio State. Remember right. that? Yep. Like State was State had beaten like three top ten teams, which they weren't top ten at the time. Right. Of the, of all but that at talk. the time they beat them, they were top ten. Yeah, and I remember like Kirk Herb Street and everybody. They kept talking about Ohio State is going to jump Mississippi State with one loss. Mm-hmm. Mississippi State was undefeated. Ohio State had one loss, I think, at the time. Correct. And you know, State losing to Alabama just completely ended any of that talk. But I don't know if State would have beat Alabama and been undefeated, it would have been very difficult to keep them out. Oh yeah. Oh, an undefeated SEC championship team would have been in, but that was lost. Once they lost, they were not. Like a state would have beat Ole Miss in the Egg Bowl, and Alabama would have lost to Auburn Mm -hmm. in the Iron Bowl. Mm -hmm. Could they have gotten in with one loss? They would have been the SEC champion. So I think they would have been, it would have been close. It would have been close. I don't know for a fact that they would have gotten in. I don't remember everybody that was in that. Well, Florida State was undefeated. Oregon was undefeated. undefeated. Alabama had one loss, and Ohio State had one loss. And then you had, you had you know, that's why you also had TCU and Baylor with one loss. Remember, they got screwed kind of too. Yeah, would have been very. State would have jumped those two, but I don't. It would have come down to it would have come down to Ohio State and. State. It might have been. It might have been Ohio State and State getting in. It might have been, like the one seed would have been Florida State. Two Oregon, three Mississippi State, four Ohio State. I'm just glad we're about to go to twelve. Yeah, no. I mean, because once you get down to like thirteen or fourteen, I mean, people aren't going to care. I had a thought I mean, that today. those fan bases will, but it won't be as bad as it is now. Bad. I had a thought today about because Brandon Walker was on his podcast just railing, saying that Florida State did not deserve to be in and that the committee made the right decision, which I don't agree with. And I was just thinking, so let's go back to fourteen, right? Let's say State beats Alabama; they're ten and zero. They play Vanderbilt the next week, and Dak breaks his leg. But yeah. you beat Vanderbilt, you grind out a win over Ole Miss, you go to the SEC championship game, you grind out a win over Missouri. You consider it with a straight face, Brandon Walker, and tell me, oh, yeah, well, State didn't deserve to be in because Dak got hurt. Oh, we'd be furious. No chance. So I, I don't agree with Brandon on that. All right. Well, uh, some Florida State fan probably got in his DMs one day, and he's taking it out on him. I can't believe they said that about me. I don't it's just like, like he, I, he does I don't with Oklahoma. Look like Shrek. 
Uh, let's see, here are we. Colton Watson, here he is. When is the last time we were happy in all four sports? All four at once? Never. 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 When was anybody happy in all four sports? So, that is that's really difficult. Like, yeah, I mean, like the 2017, 2018, now that's no good. Like the closest there was a year. The there was a year where State went to the um they went to the College World Series. Mm-hmm. They went to the Final Four. Mm-hmm. They the same year. And women's basketball. Okay. Well, that's what I'm saying. 18, 19, that academic year. Yes. State goes to the Outback Bowl, the NCAA tournament for the men, the women go to the Final Four, and they go to the College World Series. So that's pretty cool. And the men, the men were, was the men in the NCAA tournament? Yeah, they lost to Liberty in the first round. Okay. But that was probably it. But that's the closest we'll get. But who was happy with football when they lost out in the Outback Bowl? They finished eight and five. That was the team that they thought was going to win 10 games. Yeah. There you go. Never. And this is close as it gets. I mean, it, I don't I don't know anybody that gets to enjoy like just great success in all those sports at the same time. Very it's, rare. It's tough. Very rare. Uh also from Colton, why would you say something like, I wonder which team will lose first? You've cursed us, and I think you should do something to reverse the curse. I did. I did I did the thing to reverse the curse. He said which team will will lose first. No, I said which which team will win first. Oh, that's right. Yeah. yeah. I said that on Monday show. Sean Brown. So I just found out there are two Bogachittos in Mississippi. So which Bogachitta is Bob from Bogachitta from? I think he's from the one in South Mississippi because that's the only one I knew about until a few weeks ago. I was the one that told you about that. You and you argued with me on that. I did. I did. So we're going with the South Mississippi Bogachitta, the one that's down around like Jefferson County or wherever it is. Way down around Vicksburg? It's not down around Vicksburg. That's the I know that one because we played Bogachitta in high school. That's the only reason I know about it. So uh <laughs> what? I just saw a video of this like random dude at a um at Hogan's um uh, Hulk Hogan's uh shop or whatever, his restaurant. Mm-hmm. And this dude is singing Judas on um karaoke. Mm-hmm. And Hulk Hogan's in the background just like filming it and just rocking out to it with Jimmy Hart. Nice. Pretty random. Uh, Kyle Wilson, is this Alabama team a team of destiny? They're not a team of destiny, but I do think they're going to win the national title. I mean, team of destiny, that, that's not what that, that's not what this is. The be- The most talented team in the country winning the national title is not destiny. It's just how life goes. Yeah. Yeah, you know, it's when they when they get there, it's, it's tough to beat them. Right. So, yeah, I don't, I don't, you know, I don't think it's destiny. It's just that's just what they do. Yeah, I agree. this is this is Alabama under Nick Saban. I think this is why he was so giddy all year. Uh, whenever you saw him, he was smiling all the time because nobody thought they could do it. Yeah, it's just right where he wants to be. Kyle Wilson asks us also, uh, he wants a turkey recipe. I don't really have a, a just a out-of-the-world turkey recipe. I, it's pretty simple what I do. I mean, I just season the turkey. I put some butter underneath the skin and uh, just roast it in the oven until it's done. It puts the butter underneath the skin. Or else it gets the hose again. <laughs> uh, the Junction Report asks us, am I the only one? who gets annoyed when recruits put out stuff like University of Texas A&M and University of Auburn 
in their commitment graphs. Drives me crazy. University yeah. of Mississippi State. Of course, we have Tim Bowens back in the day, Ole Miss University. So, yeah. I, I, well, that, didn't um, get it right. Didn't Kim Dietschy do that too? So, yeah, University of Ole Miss or something like. No, that's not what it is. Uh, Matthew Watkins asks us for someone like Dylan Gabriel, who has already transferred once. How would he be able to transfer again and play next season? Is it just because he's a grad transfer? Yes. Next question. Will CM Punk's return, your favorite WWE return of all time, is he the one to dethrone the Tribal Chief? I would be really shocked if that happened. It's not my favorite return either. I don't think that he is – I don't think he needs to be like in the championship picture. He's the guy who can be down the the road a little bit and still be interesting. Yeah. I do – Badly want to see him and Seth Rollins put yeah. their differences aside and bring in the, the real element of hatred that they have, but yeah. work together. Yeah. I think that would be incredible. I agree. Another one from the Junction Report. If State wins the South Carolina game, is Arnett still the head coach? I think so. If he wins six. He's, he's still here. I mean, I like I was I was of the opinion though, like the whole time. I don't th- I didn't think it was like as easy as if they just win six games. Right. And I, they pretty but much proved that. We thought that like after the Auburn game, if he had yeah. the South Carolina game and was sitting there three and two, and then he's five and two when they beat Arkansas, yeah, no one's saying anything. If you win that game and then if Will stays healthy, yeah, and doesn't get hurt against Western Michigan, different season. You you might beat Auburn. You have a solid shot of beating Kentucky. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's you're coming up on seven wins. I mean, yeah, so. and you don't fire him after that. I agree. I agree. There's a lot of things that happen that that change the whole trajectory. If he makes a, if he hires Kendall Browse, I think yeah. they win seven games. Yeah. Or eight, and he's still here. We didn't. We we're, we weren't even talking about him being on the hot seat. Yeah, I agree. Uh, do you ever play White Elephant or Dirty Santa? Yes. Okay, well then Hunter Bolin asks, because I don't play it, so I can't answer. What's the funniest or worst gift you've ever gotten from a game of White Elephant or Dirty Santa at a Christmas party? I can't remember the worst I've ever gotten. I've gotten some some pretty bad ones, but... You know, like a, a birdhouse or something? Like, it, it's just... It, it just kind of differs based on whose gift you you go after. I always want to go after the ones that my mom brings because she brings like legit stuff. I don't know where she finds it, but like she'll bring stuff that's like a actually like really good gift and probably shouldn't be in the, the dirty Santa. Yeah. You know, it's nice is what you're saying. Yes. So like I always try to find like mom, when, which one did you bring? And she like she'll show me. Like I'll I'll go I'm after that player. one. I gotcha. I gotcha. Uh for Polk, rank these triple H themes, King of Kings, Cerebral Assassin, and the game. I'm a cerebral assassin guy. I think that's a cool nickname. So the like themes like Is that is that the, the uh, my time theme? The, yeah, that's what I was gonna ask. Is that the I like that theme the too. one from like the like the like late right 90s. He, yeah, right when he left DA, DX. When he was with China. Yeah. I liked that one. 
yeah. actually. But I think the game is is the is my favorite. Okay. My actual favorite is on this list. It's it's Line in the Sand. It's Evolution. Yes, of course. Oh, great song. Uh what Which form- was, was also by the the same band that did yeah. the game. What former football power do you wish could come back and dominate? I got Miami. Syracuse. High <laughs> potential program. Uh <laughs> No, I, I think that Miami is the correct answer. I, the the football balls, you know, people say it all the time. Like college ball is better when college ball is better when the U is good. Yes, so. I enjoyed those uh, those Miami teams. This I, I don't remember the ones from the eighties, but yeah, I uh, obviously yeah. I wasn't alive. But the you know two thousands, early two thousands, Frank Gore and those like that. That was probably my favorite. Uh, we'll do this last one, then we'll go to the break here. What is the Jimbo Fisher six-pack story? I think, I'm pretty sure I've told it here before, but so when State was, right after Jackie left, Jimbo was a candidate here, and a, a TV station down in Jackson, I think it was WAPT, reported that he was in Starkville, that he had been seen in Starkville to interview. And so nobody could confirm that. So what, uh, my, uh, the statute of limitations is up on this, so I'll just name him. What Ryan Nelson did was our friend Ryan Nelson, who asks questions on here sometimes. He called down to LSU, to the football office, and said he was coach whoever from Gretna or Plaquemine or whatever it was. And he was supposed to talk to Coach Fisher about some about giving him some film on one of their players and was wanting to speak with him and see what, where he needed to send the film. And so the, the secretary was like, well, just hold on a minute. I'll go talk to him. And so she puts him on hold, and he comes back. She's like, she's like, Coach, he's in a meeting right this second. He said he could call you back. She And Ryan goes, I'll call him back in just a few minutes. No no big deal. Don't, you don't need to worry him. And so, that was, and so we were able to confirm that he was, in fact, not in Starkville. He was in Baton Rouge. Yeah, that's excellent. We that's just, investigative journalism that's investigative right journalism. There. That's what you get with sixpackspeak.com, now part of the On3 network. On3 is that – I keep telling you about it, David. I don't know if you checked it out yet. Uh, I have not. Oh, okay. So there you go. All right, let's move into the rest of the show. Let's. We got a lot of questions left. I got so I got to be honest with you, Robbie. We got a lot of questions left, and I do have to get going at some point. I got to get down to Jackson. So. But what time? What time do you have to get going? I'm going to say 11:45 is our cutoff. So that's good. Okay, we got we got time. Okay. Let's 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 let it all hang out. Let's let's do it. All right. Just, the Mississippi Beef Council through. wants to remind let's you remind that you. it's what's it's for what? dinner. A lot of echo going on here. Uh, this holiday season, you just heard me and Robbie talking about it. I'm telling you right now, if you tell your your family, hey, for Christmas, I'm doing a prime rib. Hey, I'm doing a whole tenderloin. Buddy, you're going to have some happy campers on Christmas. And Santa loves a good steak, too. I'm just telling you, kids, if you're listening, if you leave Santa a steak, the gifts will be better on Christmas board. I guarantee it. So this holiday season, if you're looking for great recipes, go to msbeef.org. Beef, it's what's for dinner, thanks to our friends at the Mississippi Beef Council. Two Brothers Smoked Meats in the heart of the Cotton District is the place to find the smoked southern soul food that you're looking for. It doesn't matter what it is. It's good if it's on the Two Brothers menu. Great tacos, sandwiches, the prime rib sandwich, one of our favorites here in town. There's smoked wings, the pork rind nachos. I mean, there's just so many options there. You can't go wrong. Also, don't forget, when you support Two Brothers Smoked Meats, you support the Bulldog Initiative. They make it easy for you to eat good and take care of Mississippi State at Two Brothers Smoked Meats in the heart of the Cotton District. 
Great products and great service is what every business likes to promise you. They deliver it to you at Advantage Business Systems. They've been doing that now for 49 years. Guys, if I tell you a business has been open for 49 years, then you know they take care of their customers there. Why don't you give them a call and see what they can do for you the next time you need a copy or a printer, new computers in your business. 601-362-9192 or visit them online, absms.com. Find out how Advantage Business Systems helps your business do business. The Collegiate Collection at the Rogue, that's where you want to get your next polo or pullover from. Great styles, great uh, name brands, and they have the logos that you guys want. If you're tired of, of seeing Mississippi State polos with three colors and a gigantic banner M on there and uh, you know a random script running down the back, it doesn't make any sense. Nobody wants to wear shirts like that. You want to wear comfortable, stylish polos and pullovers that have the logos that you want. They've got them at The Rogue. Shop at The Rogue in Jackson or online at therogue.com. Don't live the three-stripe life. Shop at The Rogue. All right, our next question comes to us from Colton, who asks us, this is a different Colton. We have Colton Watson. Now we have Colton Peterman. Two Coltons. Uh, do you think the NIL and portal madness will lead to regulation soon? Well, today, as we speak, and I'm already dreading today's show for Sports Talk Mississippi. We have a new policy from the NCAA. Okay, there's the first two and a half hours of the show. So it's one of those days I don't have to talk much. It'd be great. Um, but they're going to do something where they, they're going to allow a new subdivision. If you want to be in it and pay your players, you can. It's like thirty grand a year, but it has to go to every player. So, the, you know, if Mississippi State does get Dylan Gabriel, he would get the same cash that somebody playing women's tennis would get. So be it. I don't know if that's going to pass or not. I doubt that it will because nobody wants to pay non-revenue athletes money. I mean, I, I'll be surprised if that if that passes, but there will eventually be some sort of regulations, don't you think? I just don't know what they're going to be. I mean, in reality, Robbie, we worked with the freebius system for 100 years with no no NIL at all. I don't know why they were in a rush to change it. I don't know what the answer is, to be honest with you. Like, I, I don't know what you do. I mean, I... I know that you've got to do something, but I have no idea what that is. Like, I don't know what works, what stops all of this madness. Mm -hmm. Cause right now it's just, it's absolute anarchy. Like it is, it literally is the wild, wild West. You have coaches calling players directly, tampering with them, getting them to enter the portal you got deals, outrageous deals being offered to players. I mean, I, I don't know what you do. Me either. Me either. I have, I have no idea what to uh, – I don't, I, I don't know. I don't know. I mean, at the same time, like, ratings were way up this year, so it's obviously not affecting the interest. I don't I – don't, I don't Yeah, people, that's, that's another thing that bothers me. These people, they're like, college football's dead – but, but, you know, we, we'll never get it back, things like that. Like, it's never been more popular than it is now. Mm -hmm. Like, the, all this sucks. All this is is a nuisance. People are tuning in like never before. So, and there's more money being put into college football than ever. Mm -hmm. TV deals, fan, Mississippi State just raised $4 million in like three weeks for NIL. Right. So don't like nobody can tell me that college football is dead. You know, it all sucks. 
but it, it's alive and well. And we, I mean, we just got to get used to it, but hopefully something happens that makes this a little more tolerable because right now the whole portal and NIL thing is just insane. Mm-hmm. I agree. Uh, Colton also says, what's your favorite Christmas memory from childhood? Do you have one? You got one that stands out? Uh, just, you know, Christmas Christmas Eve nights. Mm-hmm. I always love the, I mean, just the excitement of what could be coming the next day. Like, you feel like your life's going to change with whatever presents you got, mm-hmm. which is totally a first world problem. Yes. You know, like we're, you know, what what gifts am I going to get tomorrow while people in third world, world countries are trying to eat? But anyway, um, you know, just like not being able to sleep, staying up all night playing video games. Yeah. You know, just trying to make yourself pass out so when you wake up, you can go in there and, and get presents. Right like, back out to it, yeah. I mean, it was always great. I mean, I'm like – it was truly a blessing to like be lucky enough to be born into. We won the genetic like, lottery on that. Yeah, one. to be born like to where you get gifts like that, like, and you have a great Christmas morning. I agree. I agree with you. That. You have different perspective of that stuff when you get older. Yeah. No. I know. No question. No question. Andy Losick asks us if you were the founders of a town that was designed to be a haven to the south. Would you spell it as one word with one H, like South Haven, Mississippi, or with two words like South Haven, Michigan? Well, first off, I don't see how South Haven, Michigan would be a haven to the south. It's in the north. It should be North Haven. That's right. I, I'm going to go the South Haven, Mississippi route. Just one word. Yeah, I like just the one word. It's clean. But then that, that begs the question, is it South Haven or is it South Haven? South Haven. South Haven. Okay. There we go. Yep. He also asked, if either of you were named Michael, would you have a hard time believing the sign on 82 that declares kill Michael as the town that cares? It doesn't care about Michael. The rest of them are everybody else is welcome, though. Well, there, there's not two L's in there, so I think that's true. it deserves a little bit of a reprieve. Yeah. Yeah, that's a good point. Guess I never knew that that was the childhood home of B.B. King. Now you know. Uh, Missy Nations asks, how are your fantasy football teams doing? I'm getting close to deleting the app. Yeah, I, I tapped out last week. I, I started guys who were on the bye because I just don't care. Like, Yeah, I have three. And I just don't care. I have three leagues. And mm-hmm. two of them, one of them I'm second to last. Another one I'm, I'm in the area you don't want to be, the middle of the pack that's not going to make the playoffs, but that you don't suck enough. So, you know, that one's – that one's no fun. Uh, I'm first place in another one of my leagues. So I'm still locked in on all three, but especially the one that I have a chance to actually win. All right. Uh, the Mangum Cafe asks us, what kind of deals did people make in Omaha 2021? <laughs> With the devil. And he has come due. Yeah, I asked myself the other day, like, what, what, did, what, did, what did we do wrong? What happened? Yeah. Because, like, literally nothing has been great since that fateful night in Omaha in mm-hmm. June of uh, 2021. So I, I'm I'm wondering what happened. 
I'd like to have a conversation with the, the people that uh, did make that deal. They did. Uh, also from Mangum Cafe, rank these smells. Fresh cut grass, new leather boots, baked cookies, campfires. Do campfires smell good? I don't really like the smell of smoke. Yeah. That's, like that's getting lack. on my clothes and stuff. New leather uh, boots I, I like. But it's not as good as baked cookies and fresh cut grass. I'm going to go cookies, grass, boots, campfire. Okay. All right. Uh, let's see here. Brick Thomas, would you rather get a piercing of your nipple or a tattoo Ooh. of Barbay bombs on your arm? <laughs> <laughs> All right, hold on. Does it have to be visible, or can I get it like up here? On it's the- got. It's you're going to be able to see at least a it's, little bit of it. it. It's it's on it's on the forearm, is what you're telling me. Yes, I, I'm going to go. That's the only it. way to make this work. I'm going piercing. <laughs> 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 oh yeah, we're going to get the pierced nipple. <laughs> I'm going to go with a stud, though. I don't want a ring. I'm afraid that'll catch. I'll just get the stud through there. <laughs> Uh, if you would be shrunk down to use them, what would you want to use? Lincoln logs, Hot Wheels, or Army Men? So you're telling me I can like control Army Men? I want to do that. I'll take over the world with with Army Men. Yeah, but you'll be shrunk down. They'll be they'll still be the same size. It doesn't matter. We will we will figure something out. Okay. That's right. feel like the easy answer. Lincoln logs. That's a lot of work. I don't want to deal with that. Uh... Corey Pilkington, based on his staff photo, by the way, you God. have unleashed a demon here. God, why did I unleashed. challenge this man? Will Mike Schmidt be living in a van down by the river? There's plenty of time to <laughs> live in a van down by the river when you live in a van down by the river. So, Robbie, what do I have to do to get you back on the right track? I know what you're asking yourself. What do we have to do to get a tight end in, in here that can catch the football? <laughs> well, there'll be plenty of time for tight ends when you're living in a van <laughs> down by the river. Did you see that Will Friend is headed to uh, Western Kentucky? Oh, good for him. Air raid. Let's see how that works for him. Yeah. Uh, Corey Pilkington, with your new mustache, what's more likely for you, Robbie, being the worst son of anarchy cast member ever or the first suspect in any peeping Tom crime committed in Octippaha County? <laughs> I think I'm going sons of anarchy. You're I should have like, never, I should have like, never challenged this man. I call you Daffy. You got like <laughs> some really pointless name. <laughs> and then last but not least, Oh, everyone knows Joel is the sweetest boy in town, but how much in this photo does he look like a make a wish kid? It's a photo with Joel, Zach Selman and Logan Lowry. <laughs> Poor Joel. I escaped this week. I received no damage. Fantastic. Uh, Ryan McDonald is Johnson and Watson, the greatest linebacker duo of all time. I can't say yes to that. I can't. There, I'm sure there have been better. I mean, in college, they're up there at Mississippi State. They're up there at Mississippi State. They're up there in the SEC, but they're there. I mean, been, how many guys have you had first and second team all SEC? 
I'd have to at look. the same position. I mean, I'm sure there have been some. I'm sure Alabama, Auburn have had. I mean, I, I'm sorry. I mean, at Mississippi State. Oh, Mississippi State. No, no. But yeah, I mean, they're they're very definitely very good. I'm trying to think like State when they had uh, Daniel Boyd and Keo Coleman. That was a good linebacking duo. Um, they had uh, Dwayne Curry and 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 Paul Lacoste for a few years there. Greg Favors, you know, they, 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 they've had good linebackers. But, yeah, it's up there. It's definitely up there. Uh, let's see here. Shelton Nations, I typoed my question last week. Over, under, two and a half future Hall of Fame running backs currently active in the NFL. That makes a lot more sense because your first question was, like, ridiculous. There's plenty of Hall of Famers. Um, Derrick Henry is a Hall of Famer. Yeah. So he'll be one. Um is Kamara a Hall of Famer? Probably not. Mm-mm. No. Um, trying to think of my way around the league. Jonathan Taylor is too early in his career. He, yeah, he's he's not on. He's not even on pace. Yeah. Um, trying to think my way around. If Nick Chubb was healthy, he never be healthy. He can't be healthy. He's never. Every healthy. time he's in there, he's yeah. he's one of the best running backs in the league, and he can't stay healthy. Yeah. Uh, Ezekiel Elliott's no longer on that. No chance. No, I, I think you're. I think it's going to be tougher to get a a running, running back, back into uh, the Hall of Fame. Christian McCaffrey is a Hall of Famer. He's on pace. He's on pace. He's on pace. McCaffrey and Henry. Wow, it's crazy. They were both the the Heisman winner and the runner up from the same year. I mean, um, you look at the you you always look at the teams that are like the ones that are constantly competing for yeah. championships. Yeah, but those teams are. Running backs are just like a part of the. They're they're disposable. Yeah, I mean, you look at you look at um, you know Swift at, at for the Eagles, good running yeah. back. They don't they could replace that, him. Yeah, uh, Clyde Edwards Hilaire, Isaiah Pacheco, replace, and, replace. Yeah. There there are I mean, no like franchise. I say, I say it's backs. under. I say it's under. You know. Yeah. I say it's under. You're you're uh, not going to see a whole lot of like Emmett Smiths. And you know Frank Gores and guys like that anymore. Mm-hmm. Uh, also from Sheldon, if you were opening a sandwich shop, how would you differentiate from your competition? I'm doing hot sandwiches only. Yes, I'm not. No, we don't have turkey, roast beef, ham, club sandwiches. We don't have that. We got cheesesteaks, pastrami, gabagool, uh, beef, gabagool, gabagool, provolone, vinegar peppers. That's what I'm doing. I'm doing a hot sandwich. That's the difference. I'm a hot sandwich guy. Nobody really does that. But not po' boys either. I'm not doing like a catfish or a shrimp po' boy. We're having sandwiches. Sandwiches. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, uh, Cameron Worm. Robbie, I found several Twitter accounts that claim the moon landing was fake. Would you like me to share them with you, or do you already follow them? I do not follow them. I I feel like people think I'm all in on this. I'm, <laughs> I'm not. I, that was a swiping comment. I, I'm not like a day-to-day like tenfold hat guy. Okay. Uh, also from Cameron, what are your favorite restaurants in the Jackson area? You know, I don't have a ton of like just like I have to go there type places. I've been to some good restaurants there. I've been to to Tico's. I've been to uh, Walkers. But there's a I like lot of char. Char. I've never been to Char. I went to Bravo good. last week for the first time. It was really good. I mean, I just went for lunch. It's well, not I, the original, but Doe's is yeah, good. Yeah. 
I've heard that local 463 is good. I've heard Ely's is really good, but I, I haven't been to these places, so I don't know. What about Kiefer's? I've been to Kiefer's once. It's pretty good. So, I like Kiefer's. Yeah. Canes. What, what do you think about Canes? Not a fan. <laughs> Same as anything else. I mean, I can make chicken tenders at home that are better. Oh, can you? I can. I can. I will put you to the test on that. You can. You, you, all right, you next, time I'll, make, next time I'll make fried chicken, I'll call you. You can eat. You've never fixed. You've house. never fixed chicken while I've been around. I'll make some next time I make fried chicken. You can come have fried chicken with me. Please do. All right, uh, Luke Whedon. The average U.S. citizen's lifespan is seventy-seven point two eight years. All right, twenty-nine more years. As of today, I am twenty-eight years old. I have approximately fifty years remaining to wear the interlocking MSU. Do you believe I will see a Mississippi, see Mississippi State? Win a national championship in football during that time period? No, no, I don't believe that. Yeah, you know, why? Why should the first, the next seventy-seven years be any different than the first hundred? No, and think. it's better to believe that way, just mm-hmm. so you never, you know, yeah, set your expectations too high. Correct. Now, I'm of the I've I've been of the opinion this year that it's time to change narrative in Mississippi State, but I'm not quite ready to say Mississippi State's going to win a national championship. Yeah. Uh, Kirby Taylor Cox, which former MSU quarterback would you choose to run Jeff Levy's offense? Dak is not an acceptable answer. Tyler Russell, or is he not mobile enough? I mean, he wouldn't be terrible. Okay. Trying to think my way back through the years. Omar Connor. Omar would be a good choice. He had the arm for the deep ball too. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Omar Connor. How in football? Which is a guy that you can say for almost every offense would be great in it, except the offense that he ran. That he played in, correct. How important is fan support for the men's basketball team moving forward to turn the season around? I mean, they they got to play better. That's that's more about what they're doing on the court. But that being said, I had a lot of people like, "This is why we don't come. This is why." And like, yeah, all, here we go again. Out. Yeah, so. Uh, the people, this fan base is like so fractured with basketball. Uh, it is like they're so scared to jump all in on it, uh, and I, I don't blame, I don't blame fans. I'm, I'm just saying, they're they're waiting for one like misstep. They were waiting on this, yeah, exactly. Uh, R.J. Sweatman had I had no idea Ole Miss invented drone shows, gravity, and every college football tradition. What else have they invented? RJ, they've invented everything you enjoy. If you enjoy this, you're like, oh, I, yeah, me and my family, we get together for Christmas. Oh, Ole Miss getting invented getting together. Little brother. Oh, rent free. So if it's something that's cool, they invented it. <laughs> uh, are you sad that some teams will never know what it's like to play in an SEC championship game? Well, you know, they might play in an SEC championship game. They'll just never know what it's like to win the West. They'll never know how that, that great feeling. That's true. Ryan Wade, let's say SEC Media Days features a Royal Rumble of head coaches where the winner gets to pick four of their upcoming season opponents. Who wins this random entrance Royal Rumble, and how do they win it? Do you see the problem with this list, by the way? It doesn't have Texas and Oklahoma. Two coaches short. we got to start putting them on. Well, they can be surprise entrants. How funny would that be? They're like, like six coaches in the ring, all of a sudden, Boomer Sooner cranks up. My God, it's Brent Venables. <laughs> Brent Venables is here. 
Okay, Venables is a dark horse, by the way. That yes. guy's a lunatic. Yes. All right. I'm taking. I'm a, so I'm going to go. I would go, I would give Stoops more of a shot if he wasn't second he's on the so list. So early, I don't know if he's got the stamina here. Beamer, Hugh Freeze is going to hang around like a lot like uh, Bob Backlund did. Yes, he's just going to try to stay outside the ring. Uh, Shane Beamer is like Santino Morella comes in, goes out. No, yeah, no, no, no time in the ring. I wasn't ready. Yeah, Kirby Smart will be in there a while. Tough guy. Yeah. So will Napier. Um, Kirby might clear the ring. Yeah. Kirby could be like Kane. He comes in and just starts tossing folks. Yeah. Lever has a great chance to win this. He's the biggest guy in the conference for sure. Drinkwitz might be another uh yeah. Santana Morella, actually. Yeah. Sam Pittman is like uh is like uh when Viscera was in there. They're like everybody's <laughs> gonna team up and take him over. <laughs> <laughs> he just comes out. <laughs> Everything's flopping around. Viscera or yeah. Andre the Giant. Yeah, or, or you know, like when Om- Omos, Omos was in there, you know, they got to get him over. He's the big guy. Got to get him out. Uh, I mean, Saban's going to win. Yeah, he'll find a way. Yeah. Keep us right for Brian. I, I just got a cat last weekend. What advice can you give me as far as taking care of a cat? Stay out of their way. They'll take care of themselves. As long as you put food out in a litter box, you will, that cat is, is taken care of. You don't have to do yeah, anything. Yeah, you, you literally don't have to do anything. Yeah, cat cleans itself. It knows where to go poop. It knows where to go pee. It knows how to eat. You're fine. You know, don't touch it unless it asks you to touch it. And even then, it may not want you to touch it. It it will tell you if they if they want to be petted, held, things of that nature. Yeah. Uh, also from Kivas, rank these championship titles by most important: the U.S. title, the Intercontinental title, the TNT title, the Ring of Honor T- TV title. The Ring of Honor TV title is dead last. Good last. Time. Don't care who. I don't even know who has it right now since Samoa Joe vacated it. Don't care. I, I just, I it's hard about. to get anybody on board with that. I, I don't care about anything Ring of Honor. Do not care. I see titles number one for me. Yes, I agree. The IC title, for a long time, the IC title was like the third most prestigious title in wrestling behind the two world titles. Um, Then the US title and then the TNT title and then the Ring of Honor. I didn't even know that Logan Paul was the U.S. champ. He is, man. Which is incredible. And that's a belt that's been held by Flair, Dusty Rhodes, yeah. all those great. Lex Luger. Logan, well, many times. Sting, Barry Windham, and Lex Logan Paul. Has, for God's sake. <laughs> all right. I don't know. So, Sunday, December 3rd, I tweet Mississippi State with an absolutely embarrassing loss. 60 to 59 at Southern after the Bulldogs can't get a shot off on the final possession. At 10:36 on Monday, 10:36 p.m. on Monday, Clay Lamar tweets, "It's the levy don't break. Get you head out of your ass, idiots." It's not a question. I just wanted to bring that to the show. Thank you, Clay. I don't know what we did there, but okay. Um, Jay in Baltimore. If you had three and a half minutes to accomplish a physical challenge that would be just barely within the reach of your abilities, what song would you dial up to motivate you? Three and a half minutes. Why do I need that long? <laughs> oh God, that's yikes. Uh, what song do I enter Sandman? Enter Sandman is the best fire up song. You take a kendo stick and, and a hit beer. yourself over the head with it. Yeah. Yeah. 
and drink a beer, shotgun a beer. There you go. Uh, Jeremy Murdoch, based on Brandon Walker's interview, State was even closer to getting Cam Newton than we thought. What would the butterfly effects have been if he would have played at State? First off, based on that interview, Cam Newton is lying. All right. Yeah, I don't believe that. He went to Auburn because he got paid. End of story. He made up. He's, trying to, he's trying to take some heat off of himself right. for, the, for getting paid. paid. End of story. Which, I mean, it. just say this it. day and Who age. Who cares? You know, statue of limitations are gone. Everybody gets paid. Yeah, nobody cares. He absolutely was worth more than 180000 or whatever. In today's market, Cam Newton would go for like $3 million. Oh, yeah. State would have had no chance. Yeah. Well, I mean, no, they would now, but and that I, I don't think they would. Know, I think everybody else would have gone like $5 million. Somebody would have been like, Auburn would have just been like, we got to have him. Yeah. Um, what the butterfly picks would have been. I mean, I don't know if State wins the national title, but they're they're darn close that year. I mean, if you just look at the two rosters, I thought State's roster was better. Yeah, I mean, taking Cam they, out of it again, we we've said it before. Nobody from the offensive side of the ball with Cam Newton has ever played a snap in the NFL. I think only Nick Fairley did from the defense. They had Nick Fairley on defense and Cam Newton on offense, and that yeah. was it. State had Vic Ballard, Derek Sherrard. Those are both NFL guys. Chris White. Gabe Jackson is on the is on there. And then on defense, yeah, you got Fletcher Cox, Pernell McPhee, Chris White, KJ Wright, Jonathan Banks, uh, you know, Gord Brimfield. You had Nuka, Nico Whitley before he got hurt. I mean, yeah, they were loaded. So yeah, that defense was really good. And yeah. with a with him at quarterback, with Vic Ballard. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Sheesh. Yeah, it's, it's it, yeah, they, they I don't know if they win the national title, but they're they're in the mix for sure. I mean, state state could have won ten games that year easily. They would have beaten Auburn, obviously. They would have beat Arkansas. They would have beat Arkansas, and then I don't know about Alabama and LSU, but it would have been different games. So, uh, also from Jeremy, Mike McDaniel has some similarities to Mike Leach: offensive minds, extremely smart, quirky personalities, etc. I think the two of them could have had epic conversations together. What would be the best topic to throw out for a conversation starter? I mean, what's pick your conspiracy theory of choice? You know. <laughs> <laughs> if I could get Mike McDaniel and Mike Leach in a room, be like, Coach, uh, Robbie here doesn't believe in the moon landing. What do you think? Uh, they just go. go Mike for- McDaniel might be the most interesting personality I've ever seen in the NFL because he's yeah. nothing like anybody else in the NFL. Yes. That, which is, you know, that's everybody in the NFL is such a football guy, football guy, football guy. He and he is not, and that makes him very unique. But he's also a really good coach. Great coach. Yeah. Yeah, the dude is just I've, – I've been watching Hard Knocks, mm-hmm. the midseason one, and he's just such an interesting guy. Yeah. Like little nerdy, like, dude that just, you know, looks like he doesn't belong, but he's actually a really good coach. Yeah. Um, Caleb Goddard asked us, I recently watched the Christmas movie The Family Stone and was left feeling like I wasted two hours of my life. What's the most recent movie you've watched to make you feel this way? First off, what is this movie? Do you know? Um, about uh, Sly and the Family Stone? No. I want to say there's like a, it's like a family with a lot of different um, pieces and oh, here we go. elements to it. I'm not real sure. It it's is got like uh, got a big cast here. We got Diane. It's got like Keaton, Diane Keaton Nelson, in it, I think. Dermot Mulroney, Sarah Jessica Parker, Luke Wilson, Claire Danes, Rachel McAdam, and whoever Tyrone Giordano is. Oh, he's deaf. Okay, I, I don't know. Yeah, uh, they go to their New England town. 
where the eldest son brings his uptight girlfriend with the intention of proposing to her. Overwhelmed by the hostile reception, she begs her sister to join her. Okay, yeah, this sounds like a terrible movie. So yeah, yeah. I've I've only seen bits and pieces of it. Yeah, and I was not. It was what's, never what's the movie the where I wanted to think, watch. Though? You're like I always. For me, it's the uh, it's the the Last Jedi. That's the last movie I just walked out. I was like, why? Why did I come? I'm trying to think what I the last movie I watched that I just felt like I wasted. I think it was like a like a horror movie, but I can't remember which one. Blair Witch was that way for me. The first Blair Witch. I was like, when that movie ended, I was just like, why? Why did we do this? Yeah. So it was an interesting concept, though. The concept was great, but I, you got to have the payoff of seeing the witch at the end of the movie. You got yeah. to, and they, you don't. Spoiler alert if you haven't. Uh, where are we here? Uh, Ke- Kevin Wright, were the financial fair play penalties handed down to Everton too harsh? What's the college football equivalent? I mean, it would literally be like taking away, like vacating wins doesn't count. So it would be like a, a five year postseason ban, something like that. It's just ridiculous. Yes, they were too harsh. Um, rank these bosses Bruce Springsteen, Tony Danza, Boss Hog, Hugo Boss, Boss Baby. Don't the guys who have boss in the name have to get special consideration? They have to be higher. I mean, everybody loves Springsteen and Tony Danza, but I mean, Boss Hog is a legitimate boss. Yeah. What about the boss, Rick Ross? Why yeah, he, he could be on there. Why is he not on there? Oh. I think Boss Hog is number one, to be honest with you. Ran a whole county. Yeah. In his back pocket. Boss Hog is definitely number one to me. Yeah. Boss Hog, Bruce Springsteen, Tony Danza, Hugo Boss, Boss Baby. Honorable mention. There we go. The, the boss, uh, Rick Ross. What about the big boss man? Yeah, That's he's up there. New number one, big boss man. Uh, let's see here. Gib Ellis, rank these 80... 80- Cartoon slash toy lines, G.I. Joe, Transformers, Thundercats, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, Masters of the Universe. Well, first off, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles is more of a 90s. Like, I wasn't playing yeah. with Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. That may have been more of Robbie's speech. I was, yeah. yeah. So we're taking them out. They're out of consideration. Uh, I'm going to go G.I. Joe first. G.I. Joe was incredible. I'm going to go, uh, I'm going to go, uh, Transformers 2, Masters of the Universe 3, and Thundercats 4. Love the Thundercats, but they are a clear fourth here. In ter- yeah. I, let me, you know what? Let me just go. Let me do this a little bit differently, actually. I'm going to rank the cartoons, and then I will rank the toys. The cartoons, it goes uh, Transformers, Ma- uh, G.I. Joe, Masters of the Universe, uh, Thundercats. For toys, it goes. G.I. Joe, Masters of the Universe, Transformers, Thundercats. That's how that worked. Okay. All right. Ours growing up was we had uh, Power Rangers. Yeah. Street Sharks. Everybody wanted Street Sharks. Yeah. Uh, Ninja Ninja Turtles. Turtles, And then wrestling figures were really big. Really big, yeah. All right. Also from Gib, uh, why was Brother Love's face so red? Because he loved you. I love you. It's kind of like, you know, just over the top. Yeah. Part of the character, like the Southern Baptist. Yeah. Or like evangelist is 
sweating and it's red so, face. He's, he's into it, yeah. Why was yeah. Paul Bearer's face so white? I mean, I don't know. It's true. Brother wow. Love, people forget this, was the guy that brought Undertaker in. That's right. To the WWF. That's right. From Death Valley. Uh, Nathan Taylor, will you bless our ears with the most over-the-top, rivalry-ridden statement of cliches? Rent-free, poverty. We already said rent-free earlier. We were talking about Ole Miss and everything they invented. So. Uh, Jason asks us, after watching the Saints and Mississippi State men's basketball back-to-back, I only have one question. Why? Great question. Uh, I ask myself that daily um, about a multitude of, of things. Um, I look and, in the mirror every day and say, why? 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 What did I do? You know, what What did I do to deserve this? But I don't have the answers for you, Jason. Unfortunately, that's one question we can't answer here on the Rumblings. We have Alex- to ask God that when we go to heaven one day. It's going to be one of my first questions. Alexander Watson, what is the acceptable wait time for a parking spot? I say 10 to 15 seconds. Yeah, you're, 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 that's about it, right? Anything over that and you're just being a jerk. Get out of the way. What do you mean? So you're you're pulling in. You see somebody's about to back out. How long yeah. are you going to wait and block traffic before you have to say, okay, they're not moving, i got to go? So who would be the jerk, though, the guy pulling out of the parking the guy, spot? The, no, no, the guy waiting, the guy who's who's trying to wait on a parking spot and is thus blocking everybody else from going forward. Well, wouldn't it? Wouldn't you be more of a jerk if you're if you know there are people waiting for you to get out and you're just sitting in your car on your phone or something? Well, that's the thing though. This is my parking spot. I have parked here, so if I want to get in the call, if I get in the call the car and somebody calls me and I got to take this call, yeah, you're not a jerk for sitting in your parking spot. That's your spot. Until you leave it, is your spot. You can do whatever you want in there. Okay. So I think the jerk is the person who is blocking traffic. Yeah. Okay. Okay. All right. Perry Cafeteria, on Monday's podcast, you said struggling. What is that from? Is it Tom Haverford? I told my wife I said that all the time, and she said she'd never heard me say it. What have you thought that your wife doesn't have any? When, when have you thought that your wife doesn't have any idea who you actually are? Well, that's all the time. My wife doesn't know anything about it. Yes. Um, I don't know. I They used to say it on Pardon the Interruption when I would watch that back in the day. Like, Will Bob always say they're struggling, and I don't know where it came from, but I like it. I think it's fun. Never heard it. Oh, there you go. Jason Luckett, first off, wishes me a happy belated birthday. Okay, thank you. Rank these movie montages. The No Easy Way Out from Rocky Four, where Apollo dies. The Kumite from Bloodsport. You're the best from The Karate Kid. Winner Takes It All from Over the Top. And Hearts on Fire from Rocky Four. First off, Rocky Four, two elite montages. That's why yes. movie. Hearts on Fire. No, easy, the no easy Way Out is number one for me. Really? I'm going with the training montage when he's up on the mountain. I like the reason I like that one over that one, which the the montage, like the the what they did on that, yeah, on Hearts on Fire was awesome. And remember they recreated on uh, Family Guy. That was funny. But yes, no easy way out is the better song. That that song always that. got me. I agree with that, that song. Always got me jacked up. But what I, I'm just like Rocky is climbing up a mountain. By the way, Rocky is climbing up the mountain wearing like a light jacket. Yeah, like he's in the in the I snow. Wonder, like he climbs up this mountain, which is incredible. By the way, he climbed a mountain by himself. But then, like he gets up there, Drago! 
And then what does he go? He's like, oh crap. I gotta walk back down the mountain. Get down. Like terrible idea by Rocky. So I'm going, I'm going, I go, or you do yours after. I'm gonna go that is a on fire. Now that I think about it, that is uh, an incredible uh, montage. You had the you had the contrasting yes. stops. Yes. You know, yes. he was hooked up. Drago was hooked up to all the, all the machines and the steroids. And you know, he's going out climbing a mountain, chopping wood. Yes. Lifting up that, the that's big, gotta be number big one. Thing. And then and, and then the best scene in there is when they cut to the mirror where he has the picture of Drago and he just grabs it and, and wads it up. And you see the yeah. beard and everything. You're like that took from from the montage where he was working out with Apollo and, and yeah. three. That's a good one too. It took a major step to yeah, me in their montages and four. So it's gonna be hearts on fire, no easy way out. What you're the best no, no, you're the best around the karate kid montage. Uh, and Cobra Kai running wild. I think Kumite is it's really good, but it's fourth. And then over the top is fifth. I like it. Yeah. You're the best around. Uh, Reed Green, which of these theme songs is most iconic? The Jaws theme, the main Star Wars theme, or Darth Vader's Imperial March? It's the Imperial March. Yes. That you're like, something's about to go down. Yes. Uh, also, which John when, Williams and that John Williams yeah, that did yeah, the yeah. uh, when NCAA football comes out this summer, which team are you leading to the promised land first? Oh, I'll, I'll grab Mississippi State. What are you talking about? I'll start with the home team, might as well. Yeah, I'm taking when that game is released, I might take a couple of days off work. I'm, I know I'm, I'm buying a console, I have a PS5, I'm ready. I'm ready. I, I don't have, I, I mean, the last thing I had was an Xbox and I sold it. Yeah, you need to get you Xbox get 360. Are you an Xbox guy? I yeah. I was. I don't know what I am now. Uh, I've been I've been both. I'm, For NCAA, I had PS, you go back I had PS1 PS. and a PS2. Then I jumped to Xbox 360. Yeah. Uh, Steve Mormon, since introducing Coach Levy, Athletic Director Selman has talked about the great food in Starkville. You made the comment that he's not even been to one of your cookouts. When do you plan to have him over, and what will you fix? Also, can I come too? You can't come. I don't know you, Steve. Oh, uh, I, mean, I, I can't have strangers in my house. It's weird. I, I invited Zach to our uh, end of the off season uh, cookout that we had in August, but he, he he was busy that day. He said he had family in town. So, but he's invited. You also to- invited him to the Christmas party. The I other have, day. But that's not my cooking. That's that's Jennifer's cooking. I don't I don't do anything. I just eat, which is great. Um, where are we here? Tony Loper, Dr. Tony Loper, the best damn veterinarian in the city of Vicksburg. Can we call the Lane Kiffin and Jeff Lebby relationship Kibby? What do you think that would taste like? No, we can't. We're not going to call it any. I don't. I don't want to call their relationship. This is not like they're dating. We're not going like <laughs> Jennifer kind of thing there. You know, Kibby. Yeah. No. Boy uh, <laughs> Van took our advice and bought the Chick Fil A chicken biscuit and then changed the biscuit out with a Hardee's biscuit. So it's a game changer. Like, yeah. It's the best chicken and the best biscuit combined. It's worth the extra five minutes. I have not done that yet. You need to do it. Dog Von Eric, does Josh Flowers decommitting feel like we have a new class quarterback in the class sewn up, like maybe it was in his best interest to move on? We talked about that a little bit yesterday, and it feels like, yeah, that they must feel really good about getting these other two guys, Van Buren and, and Maddox. 
Yeah, I don't think you make that move unless you know for a fact you have at least one guy. Yeah, you got to have at least one. Lined up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Brad Baxter, last week I received a letter from someone thinking I am Brad Baxter, who played running back in the NFL in the 90s. He played for the Jets, I remember him. He sent a football card and a return envelope requesting that I sign it. Has someone ever confused you as someone else like this? First off, how did he get your address? Yeah, that's wild. How did that happen? Well, he looked it up, I guess. You can look it up online. He was like, that must be him. But hold on. I want to say Brad Baxter. Where where is this Brad Baxter from? All right. He is the first, he is the pastor of the First Baptist Church in Loxley, Alabama. Okay. Where is Brad Baxter, the running back, from? Okay. Well, maybe this is it then. He's from Dothan, went to Alabama State. Interesting. So I, okay. Never mind. I get it. I get it then. Um, To answer your question, Yes, there is another. There is actually another sports talk radio guy named Brian Haydad up north, and I never gotten a, a, a letter or anything, but I have gotten tweets about Fletcher Cox sometimes, and I was like, I don't know what you want from me. I don't. I don't cover the Eagles, so he was in Philadelphia, and now he's in Chicago. So I have had people confuse me for him. I have not been confused for anyone. There's no no one. At least that I know of, named Robbie Falk out there. Yeah. Um, that's it. All right, great. We did it, and we're under time. That'll work. What a run! We did it. All right, we'll talk uh, recruiting. We'll talk uh, football. We'll talk basketball on tomorrow's show. Plenty to talk about. You guys, have a great Wednesday for Robbie Falk. I'm Brian Haydad. Thanks for listening to Thunder and Lightning here on Super Talk Mississippi. Mississippi Media Production.